0: Welcome back to The Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Anthony Armanderas, head of design at FunSize. And today I'm here with my colleague, Esteban, and we are going to have a chat about uh, what it's like being a young designer. What's going on, man?
1: It's been good. Um, I got a birthday coming up and I'm going to be 26 years old. I'm a product designer at FunSize and day to day, just crushing wireframes, doing some visual design. Lots of cool stuff happening at FunSize right now.
0: <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's good to hear. So um, you've been on the team now for what, like officially about three months? Yes. Three months. Okay. Before we talk about what you're doing right now, like, why don't you tell everyone about who you are as a designer and what you did before joining our team?
1: For sure. For sure. So I've lived in Austin about four to five years, grew up in far West Texas in El Paso, Went to school there and moved on down over here. Kind of bounced around a few places, got my start at Gorilla Suit, moved over to Thinktiv, and then did advertising for a bit at Tilted Chair Creative right down the street from here. And so it's been cool. And I think throughout that time, I've just grown a strong passion for interactive design.
0: So, how I mean, how long have you been doing things in the sort of product space? You know, because, you know, my understanding of what you did... At some of these other, well, not maybe not all the jobs, but some of them were were more like art direction.
1: For sure, for sure.
0: What's the difference between like what your previous career as an art director was versus what you're doing now as a product designer?
1: I guess right here, it's a lot more focused. Working in advertising, you have opportunity to you know work on social campaigns in tandem with an actual website. Right now, we focus mostly on products and here, it's a lot more focused. You know, back in the day, I used to maybe juggle four to five clients right now, maybe one to two. And so I get the opportunity to really focus in on one client or two clients at a time and just give them all my love and attention.
0: That's cool. So what can you say to listeners about the kinds of stuff that you've been working on here?
1: For sure. Super cool. Super fun. I think the greatest benefit that I've gotten out of fund size here is just the structure and the the processes that go into starting a project. You know, a lot of the time it can get kind of messy when you're onboarding a new person onto a team, especially if that team's already been working on that client for years or months. So here, everyone's just like really friendly. Everyone has wants to give you the tools to do the best possible.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll, uh, you know, I don't I don't mind admitting this, but I think one of the things that we've, and maybe this is related to some of the stuff that we're going to talk about, about being a, you know, like what it's like being a young designer. I'll admit, like, as we've grown, now that we're, we have like team of 17, most of them being designers, it's really hard to onboard designers really well. Like, I'll admit it, like you and Lindsay, when you guys both joined, you were just kind of thrown in. Like, we didn't get a lot of time, like, we had meetings and stuff like that, but not as much time as I would have hoped to like really get you guys uh, an overview of like how we work and the tools and all of that. What did that feel like? Like, how does it like, what does it feel like coming into a new org- a new design organization?
1: I think it's really cool to get a variety of different projects. So the first few projects I got at Size, they were mostly kind of starting from scratch. So you didn't really have to work too much with other people's assets and so that was an interesting opportunity, again, working with more designers, having more of a structure, a whole team to kind of jump in and give you that support. Uh, what I've been working on these last few days is kind of working with other people's assets, and that can get a little bit messier. But uh, we have a great man named Jim Jordan on team, and he's been coaching me through it and just been really great and supportive because I know at a lot of diff- other different places, you would not they would probably just hand you the file and tell you to figure it out. But here, they really want to give you the tools for success and make sure that you can deliver in the future.
0: Now, thanks for tooting the fun size horn. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're both Texas boys. You're from El Paso. Yes. My dad's side of the family is El Paso. We have that in common. I haven't met that many people in Austin uh, in the design community from El Paso. I'm gonna. I was gonna ask you a question about you, but but uh, I thought I would just change the subject a little bit. When you said that you are thinking a lot about young designers, yeah. what do you mean? Are you, you know, like just to set some context, like you're, you're not old, but you're not young, but you're a lot younger <laughs> than I am. Yeah. So do are, do you mean like you're interested in think in topics around what it's like for you and you're seeing yourself as a young designer, or are you talking about like, you know, what it's like being a younger designer yeah, yeah. that's, that's coming into this industry?
1: I think um, you kind of have some dual pressures going on when you're a young designer. I know I did personally. So one side of you wants to hustle 24-7, get everything done, make connections, socialize, just do it all. The other side of you also wants to, you know, just chill with your friends and hang out. It's kind of hard to balance those two. I would say at the beginning of my career, probably the first four or five years, you know, while I was in school, a little bit out of school, I was just career driven And that didn't mean that I didn't socialize, but whenever I would do things, it was kind of, I was trying to elevate my career. Like, I'm going to go to this show so I can meet these people and maybe try to work for them. Just always trying to hustle and get more work.
0: Uh, Yeah, I've been there too. In fact, I think I spent most of my 20s and 30s in, in that mode, partially to try to give myself an edge so I could be hireable. Like I remember going through a phase when no one would return my phone calls or emails and Uh, I didn't live in the cities that people were hiring in. I was in Austin, and back then there were Austin jobs. So it's like no one in San Francisco or New York or Chicago gave me time of day. And then when I got jobs, I've always been kind of obsessive about my work, which I'm not anymore. I mean, I have different priorities. I have I've learned how to manage my time. But so what was that? What is that? You know, like from my perspective, you seem like you know cool, calm, and collected. You do good work. People love your work. It's good work. But I don't see you like. You don't seem stressed out or you don't seem like you're working on the weekends. You don't seem like you're having to work even. Yeah. Like, you know, what are you doing different than when you I, were hustling?
1: I think I've just worked with a large variety of people. You know, I've worked with good people, great people, kind people, mean people. And you just kind of always have to empathy is, I guess, the key. You always try to gauge their perspective of the situation and what their needs are and, you know, try to deliver on it. I'm a believer of, you know, you might not have the best relationship with a client, but if you agreed to do the job, then you should see it through and give them the tools. And sometimes that means, you know, not being not being the most exciting work or you're not having the greatest time while doing it. But as long as you can deliver and, you know, just move on to the next thing, I think that's, that's the main learning point. What do you think
0: young designers or new designers like that are in their first job in their first year or two need to learn from more experienced designers about managing their work.
1: I think the hardest part, and I know I give a lot of my friends and peers constant feedback on this, is how you present yourself. It's all about presentation. So, I know for me personally, like you know, I want to have that killer website, the one that someone could get lost in for an hour just because there's easter eggs and a bunch of detail into it. And even when you're you're about me, on your website. Like for me personally, it was important for it to be a reflection of my personality. So you're kind of building a brand through all the content that you're presenting. And that can even escalate to the communication that you do. So when you email someone, you try to throw some of your personality in that. So it's kind of like a whole experience of that person. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that's, Probably what I like the most about working with new people is kind of understanding how the interest was built. I've heard, I've had people approach me just off of my Tumblr page because they're, they just see my Tumblr because it's linked in my website and it seems like, oh, they like the same shit that I like. And they'll go back and say, I want to work with this guy just because we have similar tastes.
0: You know, uh, I can't disagree with that. Some of the things you're talking about right now are kind of cultural. Like, and culture changes, right? Like when you when you're one person, your culture is you, and then two, and then four, and then eight, and then twelve, and then sixteen, right? So that's how we kind of that's how our culture is grown. And uh, just the other day, well, I remember actually looking at your at uh, at your website, holidaysintheunitedstates.com. dot yeah. com, yes. And I was like, what the hell is that? Holidays in the United States, yeah. And your story. About that, like, was very memorable. Well, tell the story. Like, what's the deal behind holidays in the United States?
1: Uh, it, it's it's a little crazy. So back in the day, I don't, I haven't seen it in a while. But um, iOS, the mail app, whenever you would try to email yourself something, like a screenshot, which I do all the time, just recently figured out how to do. What's it called? Where you transfer it through Air AirDrop? AirDrop.
0: No clue, buddy. I'm an Android user.
1: Oh. So this is back in the day when I would email, email myself screenshots of things and I would notice that whenever I emailed myself something, the username would say a holidays in the United States. <laughs> and I, did, I went a few years just living with that, just not questioning it, just like, oh, that's kind of weird, but you go on with your day. And then finally I looked it up and it's actually something that a lot of people have experienced. And just me changing my username on Instagram and all my social media accounts to holidays in the United States. I've had people approach me and they're like, "Oh my god, I thought it was just me." <laughs> I had a roommate, and for a while, he thought that I got into his email and hacked it for it to for his email to say "holidays in the United oh, States" I whenever see. he emailed himself. And yeah. I had to tell him like, "No, that's I'm not that smart to be able to do that."
0: That's interesting. Anyway, like I, I guess that's a very cool story, but it's memorable, and I felt like I. When you told that story, at least I was thinking, okay, well, this person fits in really good into like our culture. And just the other day I was looking at someone's website and they had like, they said, oh, I have two bunny rabbits. Right. And I I was like, oh, like I'm not a bunny rabbit guy, but like Paige is a bunny rabbit gal. Like she's got bunny rabbit tattoos. And I'm, I am i know, there's there's things like that that you just, you just sort of, you you sort of see and connect to on when you're looking at a young designer's website. Mm -hmm. I guess the reason why I even went down this tangent is I think that there's so, there's a a lot of design positions now. Everyone's hiring in droves, you know, like at any minute, like some of these big corporations have hundreds of jobs and it's really hard to stand out.
1: For sure. Right.
0: Like if, if you have like, and I see this all the time, like same sort of Squarespace website. I am a UX researcher. Great. Right. It's awesome. Like, here's my process. Great. Like, here's my work. Great. But it's like there's nothing else. Like there's got to be something more to get in the door, you know, yeah. like it's hard,
1: you know, for me, I, I just really approached it. I just wanted to throw all of my personality into it. And I guess the persona that I had when I was reaching out for people, uh, when I was looking for a job, just be like a cool kid that you found on the internet. <laughs> and which is cool. Cause that's how I met you through the internet. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't wouldn't
1: consider you a young designer. Mm-hmm. Do you consider yourself a young designer? I think now I'm not starting out when I had just moved here. You know, there was always people in their later 20s. And that was always the thing like, oh, you're so young. Yeah. I, I don't hear that as much these days. Yeah. Which makes me feel a little sadder, a little older. <laughs> but uh, yeah,
0: put yourself in my shoes. Like I was always the the youngest designer in the team, the 21 year old, the 22 year old. Now I'm the 40 year old and the average age is you know, 25 to 28, like still young at heart though. Yeah. You know, honestly, I think if you surround yourself with people, there was someone that told me that I can't requote this or maybe it was a quote. I don't know. Anyway, the, the quote is something like this. Like you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time yes. with. Yeah. So like, if you think about that, like on a personality basis or, a, or as a designer, as a skills basis, or even interest, like the average of the five people you spend the most time with are going to give you the, the things that you're interested in, the TV shows that you watch, the, the places you like to eat, the kinds of skills as a designer you're interested in, like, you know, surrounding yourself with, if you're a researcher and you surround yourself with visual designers, you're going to, you know, you're just going to be inspired. Like, that's really interesting. And so I think about, I've been thinking about that at this, you know, at this stage, because of my career, because I think that I'm more commonly inspired by the young younger designers. You know, the, the thing like the things that you're doing, like even you're not a young designer, but you're younger than I am. And that you know, like I don't get much exposure into the project work, but when I do look at it and I see the way that like people are working it, it's really eye opening. Changed my perspective on stuff and
1: it's a whole new world out yeah, there. It is,
0: it is a whole new world. But uh you know, we were talking yesterday, there's a lot of really young designers yeah. these days. Like people in high school that have started businesses in design?
1: Yeah, I think one of the craziest things about the internet is it kind of just gives everyone an even platform to show their skills and demonstrate what they can do. And what I would always trip on is when you see, you know, a 19 year old kid drop a mixtape and get signed by Mm Jay-Z. And then also the same with designers, you have little kids from other countries and they look like they've been doing it their whole lives, just doing really complicated elaborate things on dribble that you couldn't even imagine executing yourself
0: yeah that's mind-blowing for me because i don't know maybe when 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 i started my career if you wanted to do something like dynamic html or animation on the web you had to like learn to code yeah right and so like you would spend hours figuring that out there were and like other than like you know director or flash maybe after effects you know some of this other stuff was like it, it took a lot of time to figure out how to use the tools, how to develop the skill. Do you think that there are more young designers now because the, you know, you know whether you, let me know what you think, but do you think that there are more because the industry is demanding it and, and now all of a sudden people understand that, oh shit, like we should be really training our people in junior high and high school to be like, we should, instead of treating the art kids as a second class citizens and aren't good in science and math, yeah. we should start treating them like, uh, giving them more priority because there are more design is a real thing that people are paying money for. Or do you think it's the, the access to the tools and technologies? It makes it easier to learn.
1: I think a little bit of both. I, I think at the end of the day, you know, most people are staring at their phones. They like get 20, 30% of the day. And you know, what people love is having a nice interaction with things. And mm-hmm. if that's something that you care about because you're doing it so much, then I wouldn't think it's crazy for someone to dive a little bit deeper and say, let me take a crack at making one of these apps. Let me take a crack at making a logo out of a website.
0: That's true. I never not really thought about that. But everything these days is highly designed. You, you know? go
1: to, to Chili's or Applebee's and they have the most beautiful menus. You just have a really good design everywhere these days.
0: Yeah, I have I have some mixed feelings about this. Um, Dylan, who is on the podcast last year, I met him when he was in high school. He was a junior or a senior, I think. I'm not sure though, but de- definitely a junior or senior. Anyway, he by this time in his life, he had already released two full length LPs. Damn, like uh, electronic music. Mm-hmm. Like he composed, com- not 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 DJing, like composing electronic music. It released it, designed the labels, released it on his own, had it on iTunes, the whole thing, was doing shows. But he was also like, uh, does, you know, he was designing all this stuff and he was doing freelance. And I, I'm pretty sure that right after high school, he started an agency. And he, I know for a fact that he's in New York right now with a pretty successful design agency. And that's awesome to see that. Well, you know, last night, we were talking about an individual that came over to our office during party that we were having also same sort of thing like 17 year old this individual's like thing was branding and we were talking last night about how you know th- some of these young people are are wanting to go straight into doing business for themselves like what do you think about that
1: I think I'm always on the side of encouraging everyone uh I never want to say if someone comes up and they're passionate about something I never want to say no you can't do that because you're going doing the wrong steps what I do think this kid specifically I think he he should keep at it and keep working, keep hustling and doing all those things. But I also think maybe he might learn some stuff on the way. You know, things aren't that easy once you get have a, like a messy client or a messy contract. And those yeah. kind of experiences shift what you want to do with your life. Yeah. You know, you could have like one horrible client. And you can say, "Oh well, you know what? I'm not having such a great experience doing branding. Maybe I'll start doing product design instead. Right. Or maybe I'm spending so much time, you know, trying to pick up clients. Maybe I'll just focus on that and so, and get someone else to do the branding."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's um, I think that's a big deal because there's several facts here. Number one, it's hard to argue with the fact that a lot of jobs in America and the, these this data is, is is proving that the, this whole gig economy thing is a real thing. You know, there's especially in design because there's, there's so many in-house jobs and there's so many agency jobs and there's so many freelance opportunities that like a significant amount of designers are going to be independent consultants. But I, you know, maybe it's just because of my experience. Like, you know, I, I have spent most of my career working alone Mm-hmm. as a freelancer but and and half of that was like before I worked in teams, and I felt like I was kind of a a jack of all trades master of none I could kind of I could do just good enough work but not great yeah after I worked with teams, I definitely learned what I was great at and what I was not and how to work with other people to fill in the skills gaps and then when I went back to freelancing now I was empowered with the knowledge to like be an effective independent consultant, which is really a one person corporation. Mm -hmm. And, and then I'll, you know, work with the networks of other independent consultants. And I get, um, I get really scared about, I mean, I mean, it sometimes even makes me nervous when people talk about the gig economy thing, right? Like I like that people can kind of go and do what they please, but I worry about young designers going in the wrong direction too quick. Like I think that um, people should, make sure that they're kind of balancing that work in collaborative environments, go on your own sure. work. You know, I don't know. I just worry about that. I mean, especially like we were talking about earlier, like it's so hard to differentiate yourself. It's hard to differentiate your work and articulate what, what you do. Yeah. And then you, and on, in addition to that, your brand, right? Like your personality, like, and if a hundred other people have similar design skills and stuff like what, you know, and it's, I just can't imagine uh, what it's like, right now?
1: Because yeah, at a a young age, you don't even know who you are, really. And I don't think a lot of people have, I'm, I'm sure, well, I don't know, all these younger kids, they have access to the internet. So they're pretty, you can easily identify like, oh, I'm really into cyberpunk. Oh, I'm really into these types of things. I know when I was in school, I would freelance a lot. And, you know, after I graduated, I just kind of, I was a little bit exhausted from it. So I was kind of looking to transition and that's why I moved over here and kind of let someone else in the driver's seat and not be doing all the account management, project management, not doing everything and Mm. just focusing on straight up design.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you're trying to make a name for yourself, if you're doing all of that, it's really like, how can you be great at project management and sales and All these different design crafts, you just can't, Yeah, uh, I think.
1: And you also want to learn, too, from other people, other business owners, and kind of get their perspective. Okay, these are the things they're doing right. These are the things that they're doing wrong. And that's all stuff you can take with you. It's experience. And that'll shape what you want to do later. And there's
0: no doubt that there's just a lot of young, I mean, young age designers. Like, even my brother, who is now in his 30s, was taking design classes in high school. And... Had done animation stuff with HyperCard back on old Macs in high school, was like, had learned, you know, like Adobe Photoshop and Flash and Dreamweaver, all that. So, at an advanced enough level that when he graduated high school, he came and freelanced with me. And now, like, and I see this like kids in junior high, high school, they're, they're learning design. There's a lot of young age designers, but there's also a lot of young designers who aren't young, they're just new to design. Like, they are, they had another career before like yeah. uh psychology or architecture or something else and they decided oh, i want to be a, a designer and so now they're i mean when i think young designers i also think that I'm, i think it just about their their experience in the design field
1: like how old are you in birth years and then how <laughs> old are you in design years
0: yeah i actually don't even like the word junior designer mm-hmm. i like or like young designer early career or something you know like
1: Sounds like a rapper young designer yeah. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of those career switchers yeah we we hire we've hired quite a bit of them here. I like those young designers too, because they uh, when you spend money to change your career, like whether it's like online classes or GA or something like, that says something like you're serious about this, yeah. like it would be like us like leaving our our jobs and our salaries and be like you know we're going to be archaeologists and like paying twenty to a hundred thousand dollars to make that switch it's hard to uh getting those people set up for success is a whole whole different story
1: for sure i think the great part about that is what you did prior also kind of it finds its way into that new field that you have like i have a buddy and we studied sculpture together uh in school and now she's doing architecture and i can see i see her work today and i see direct translation this is the same shit you were doing Back there, but now it's on a larger scale. It's a whole building, not just a hallway.
0: When you're paired up with a younger designer, what do you find enjoyable in working with young designers? And what do you find is difficult in working with a young designer?
1: In my experience as an Austin transplant, you know, I moved here, didn't have a lot of friends. And I've managed to convince a lot of my friends to move here. So, and a lot of them are designers, creatives. So I'm constantly helping them out, uh, you know, send emails, work on quotes, freelancing, things like that. And I think the best thing, uh, best advice that I can get, give them is again, it goes back to presentation. Like, how good does your portfolio look? How good does that email look? And just spending time with them and like really massaging the language to seem like you're really serious about that project.
0: Okay, that's an interesting answer because the question was like, what do you find enjoyable and what do you find challenging? Yeah. It seems like what you're saying is the challenges. And the way that they present yeah. themselves and their work,
1: because I, I see right. the the diamond in the rough. Like yeah. the work is there; it's awesome. Yeah. But just presenting it in the right way is going to make all the difference.
0: I would add on to that, but is also similar is uh, learning to take criticism. Mm-hmm. Design is not one of those things where everyone like the. There's all these conversations on the internet right now, but everyone's a designer. No, not really but more a lot of people are involved in the conversation yeah. around the design. And design is not one of these things where you just design your thing and the client accepts it. Mm-hmm. No, they're going to want there are functional aspects, there are subjective aspects. Like it's a conversation. It's collaborative. The one of the biggest issues that I see with some young designers is the ego.
1: For sure. And
0: and 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 taking criticism, but seeing it, seeing criticism as a positive thing. Yeah. I don't know. That's one of the bigger.
1: Yeah. Again, uh, I go back to empathy. You really have to gauge that other person's perspective because sometimes I see things that I hate and everyone else loves. And I don't I take that as a experience to get me to question, why do I react that way to this thing? And why do why does everyone else like it and I don't like it? Because when you open up your palate to different experiences, you're just kind of like broadening how you can give criticism later, so I'm not going to say if I see something that I don't like, I'm just going to say I hate it. I might just say, oh, well, you know, what if you try reworking it like this? Or I would say, this is how I would handle it.
0: Yeah. So you've been around for a while. You're not, you're not a young designer. I am not. You're not a young designer. I'm old. But you're just a young, a young person yeah. to me. Anyway, a younger person. <laughs> a younger person. Ute. Yeah. What are the biggest challenges that you face right now?
1: I think one of the biggest challenges that I face is balancing work and life because I kind of grew up in that I wanted to just do it all. I want to have the band. I want to ha- have the job. I want to do art. I want to have the girlfriend. I want to do. I want to have the dog. And that's a lot of things. So kind of what I've been experimenting with is Pulling some of the same practices that I do in formal product design into more of the the fine art and things I do outside of work. So, for example, you know I do a lot of painting after hours, but I've done the numbers. I can probably only do maybe four or five hours a week of actual right. like painting because you know things come up. You you're not going to have a large block of time the same way that you did in college. So, because of that, you kind of have to change your expectations. So, what I've been playing around with is, uh, you know, starting a strategy calendar, deliverables. This needs to be done by this date. This is your what project the overall managing theme, your yeah. I'm project yeah, managing my fine yeah. art now. So, yeah. are you we'll using see how that goes. are you
0: using Kanban methodology.
1: I need to. <laughs> I need to. Uh,
0: Natalie and I are using Asana to manage our baby that's on the way.
1: Yeah, I think you can apply it to to <laughs> everything. I think I think people should.
0: So let me, let me, let me see if I understand this correctly. The biggest challenge that you face right now is designing your life.
1: Yeah. I want to, I want to do it all. Because
0: I, what I, what I, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but what I heard there was like designing your life, but still trying to like be good at all the, all the things, right? Be a good, you know, be a good significant other, be a good pet owner, be a good artist, be a good designer. Be a good friend. Yeah, I, um, you know, honestly, that's something that I struggle with, like, because I I've spent most of my life just poor, uh, well, I mean, not not poor, like, I've never lived on the streets, yeah. but I've, I've never had a lot of money. I've always kind of struggled. That middle class struggle. Yeah, struggle, you know, like, you know, my brother and I used to, when we were freelancing together, like, we'd go to uh, Wendy's and split split a hamburger, you know, like, doll off the dollar menu. That's That's what it was like, like, just trying to, like, for me, anyway, trying to get my shit together. And that's, that was what it was like in my 20s, you know, hustle in my 20s and 30s.
1: I think uh, now, you know, I got a little more money, a little more comfortable. Uh, I really value experiences, hanging out with your friends, going to a nice restaurant, hanging out with coworkers. Oh, that I, that becomes more important. To yeah.
0: Me. I, okay. Yeah. Here's what I was saying. I, I've spent too much of my time focused on my career and not enough time being a good husband the best husband i can be the best son and that i can be the best friend that i can be mm-hmm. and um i'm and and those are the things in my life right now that are more important i i i work at fun size i run the company the company is successful because of all of you guys that are designers i don't have to worry about building design skills anymore i have to worry about developing other skills but um, but yeah i can see like when you're in the work life balance thing like you know being worried about development of skills cuz like like you said earlier, like a lot of the ways that a lot of people learn new skills is that midnight oil hustle. Yeah. Right. Like watching the videos on, you know, in the middle of the night with a cup of coffee or whatever, like it's, you can't do that anymore when you, when you go home and you have prioritized life. You don't want to. Yeah. So how do you, how are you getting that? Like, okay. So let's just say like, I mean, from what I know about you, you seem to have a really, you know, you're like legit about all the things that you do if you seem to find a way to do them. Mm -hmm. But how are you growing as a designer, given that you can't hustle like you used to?
1: I think um, I try to absorb as much as I can from, from leaders. So every place that I've worked at, I kind of try to learn how they're approaching their business, how they're designing their business, and see ways that I can adopt those kind of things and extend it to other parts of my life. Because I'm a big fan of extending certain skills. I think uh, you can apply a lot of the same properties that you learn in one area. Let's say you're a nurse, for example, and you can just totally pull the same methodology into a new skill that you want to learn.
0: Yeah. The only thing that I can add to the conversation about that is is being around other people. Yeah, You know, like we were talking about earlier, like I'm not like opening up Sketch or Photoshop anymore and learning about all the details, but... I learn about what's going on in the industry by, be, by being, around, being around people, which would be really hard to do if I was a one-man yeah. show. Yeah.
1: You got to make the friends that send you the good links <laughs> and show you the good things, Yeah, show you the good movies. I don't know about you. Uh, do you ever get mad when someone shows you something, like a movie or a cartoon or something, and you're just like, why haven't you shown me this before?
0: <laughs> or like, why didn't I already know about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, you get offended.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> Yeah, sometimes. So, um, where do you want to try, like, for for you and your career as a professional designer? Okay. Where is it you're trying to get to next? Like, if there, I mean, I know it's kind of a cop-out question, but, like, what do you really want to be, like, three years from now, what do you really hope to be doing?
1: Yeah, okay, so I think three years from now, I'm going to try not to give the generalized answer, but I want to be doing something challenging, interesting, really pushing myself, and, you know have, have that side hustle. Uh, I have like a lot of ideas that are in the back burner, and I want to you know start bringing those to life
0: so I'll ask you another question, okay just because you strike me as a person that could potentially go this direction um, you've had very different jobs you yeah. know like working in advertising, working at a studio that was almost like a VC, working at fun size, you are design trained, you're an artist, you do sculpture. Are you the kind of person that identifies? As like, oh, well, I'm a product designer. Or, or are you just a product designer now? And like, do you see yourself as a the kind of designer that maybe three years from now would go learn industrial design?
1: Yeah. I would say, speaking candidly. Uh, if I have to label myself and not be judged about it, I would say I'm, a, I'm creative. So, and uh, that can just manifest itself in different ways. All these different places... I've worked at. I just see them as different challenges. Like, oh, I have to be good at this now. Oh, I have to be good at this now. Oh, I have to be good at this now.
0: No, yeah, that's interesting. So, uh, since we're on a roll here, I'll I'll keep going on this path. Like, there's no wrong answer to this. But, what do you find? What are you more excited about, the form or function?
1: I feel like the right answer is function. <laughs> 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 I, I'm a really I I'm a very visual guy, though. Um, yeah, yeah. If something doesn't look like really nice, then I'm not picking it up or I'm not going to give it the time of day. And, um, a lot of that goes back to my love of experiences. Like I love Lone Star cause it's connected to Matthew McConaughey. I love Pearl Snap cause it's connected to the Helms, uh, Helms workshop. Yeah. So just kind of like that whole mantra, like around something. It just fascinates me.
0: That's awesome. Well, thanks for, uh, taking time to come on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me
0: and chat with me. Let's uh, continue the drinking. Okay. And uh, get back to work tomorrow. We'll do that. Awesome. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle podcast. We'll talk to you soon.
1: Hustle is brought to you by Funsize, a
0: digital service and product design agency that works with inspiring teams to
1: uncover opportunities, evolve popular products, bring new businesses to market, and prepare for the future. Learn more at funsize.co. I'm Danielle, a product designer at FunSize. FunSize
0: Ichiban!